Do you often compare yourself to other people? Have you thought of the consequences of doing that? This is The Christian Working Woman with Mary Lohman, and I'm Julie Bastide. Today, Mary's going to look at some people in the Bible who compared themselves to others, and hopefully we can learn from their mistakes. Yeah, that's right, Julie. This is a problem many of us have, comparing ourselves to others. I was afflicted with that bad habit for a long time in my younger years. It really took me far too long to realize how much damage that did to me, and more importantly, how wrong it was. (laughs) We just don't think of this tendency to compare ourselves to others as a sin, do we? No. It usually indicates we're not happy with who we are or how God's created us. Our identity is not firmly grounded in Jesus when we habitually compare ourselves to others. I think you're absolutely right, Julie. And since grounded identity is our theme (laughs) this month, I thought this was a good time to talk about this sin of comparing. Mm, Good idea, and we're ready to delve into this topic. You know, it's very easy for any of us to fall into a trap of comparing ourselves to others. We see it all around us, especially on our jobs. But the consequences can be devastating and sinful as well. You know, usually when you compare yourself to someone else, you come to one of three conclusions. First, you conclude that you're better than they are. Or secondly, you decide that they're better than you are. Or third, it leads you into thinking you'd rather be them than you since they are better than you are. So think, first of all, about the parable of the Pharisee and the tax collector as given in Luke 18. Let me read a few verses. To some who were confident of their own righteousness and looked down on everyone else, Jesus told his parable. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood up and prayed about himself, God, I thank you that I am not like other men, robbers, evildoers, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. I fast twice a week and I give a tenth of all I get. But the tax collector stood at a distance. He would not even look up to heaven, but beat his breast and said, God, have mercy on me, a sinner. I tell you that this man, rather than the other, went home justified before God. Well, we look at this Pharisee and we think, how awful, and yet how easy it is for us to compare ourselves to others with that same kind of attitude. Like the Pharisee, we compare outward appearances and end up thinking, you know, we're pretty hot stuff. That kind of comparison leads us to a false security about ourselves and it leads us into pride. Have you noticed how insidiously pride creeps into your thinking? Have you been looking at others lately and thinking, I look better than she does, or I perform better than he does, or I've got more to offer than they do? When you make these kind of comparisons, the sin of pride is really taking over in your mind. And Jesus said at the end of this parable, for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Listen to yourself think and talk and see how often you compare yourself to others and end up feeling pretty proud of yourself. It's a very dangerous road to be on. The Apostle Paul wrote to the Philippians that they should consider others more important than themselves. That's the attitude we need to have toward others. 
What I find is particularly prevalent among business people is that we compare our positions and our salaries and think we're more important than others because we've climbed the ladder higher or gotten another raise. Certainly, that's one of the real dangers we face if we are ambitious, the sin of pride in thinking we're better than others because we've got a bigger salary or a better title. Remember that in eternity, those titles and salaries will have no meaning. Everything we are and have are gifts from God to us. We truly can take no credit for our abilities or accomplishments. Paul wrote to the Corinthian believers, For who makes you different from anyone else? What do you have that you did not receive? And if you did receive it, why do you boast as though you did not? So that's one deadly result of the sin of comparison. We think we're better than others. Secondly, comparing ourselves to others can lead us to think that others are better than us. Consider the parable of the talents that Jesus gave us. Before leaving on a long trip, the master gave three servants certain talents or resources. One received five talents, one two, and the third servant received only one talent. When the master returned, he asked each of them to give an account of what they had done with those resources. The first servant reported that his five talents were now ten. The second servant similarly reported that his two talents were now four. But what about the third servant? He had taken his one talent and done nothing with it, and he had to report to the master that because he was afraid of losing it, he had hidden it, and it was still only one. After all, he had only one, and the other two had much more than he did, so in comparison to them, his one talent was nothing. That's what he was thinking. The master rewards the first two servants equally. Well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful in a few things. I'll put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. Even though one had ten and one had only four, they got the same exact reward. But what does the master say to the third servant? It's a very strong condemnation. You wicked, lazy servant. Take the talent from him and give it to the one who has ten talents. So now what can we learn from this? Well, the lesson here is that God does not compare us with others, but he does expect us to make very good use of the resources that he's given to us. This servant could have had the same reward that the others received had he simply taken his one talent and used it. He wasn't required to multiply his one into ten, only into two. So let me ask you, are you failing to use what God has given you? Do you compare yourself to others and conclude that, well, they're just better than you? They have more to work with than you do? They've got it easy and you've got it hard? Whether you have more or less than other people is totally inconsequential to God. You will be required to account for your own resources and no one else's. Now notice what happened to this third servant as a result of his attitude of comparing himself to those who had more. First, we notice that it made him fearful. He was afraid to lose the talent he had since he compared and saw that he had only one, and that led him to a very irrational, unreasonable course of action. Knowing that the master was demanding and expecting him to multiply his talent, he decided to dig a hole and hide it. (laughs) Second, he became lazy. 
The master called him a lazy servant. When we compare ourselves to others who have more than we do, this will frequently happen. We lose our motivation. We lose our initiative. We become lazy. And third, it led him into sin. The master identified him as wicked because he had failed to do what he knew he should do. In James 4.17, we read, Anyone then who knows the good he ought to do and doesn't do it, sins. And fourth, he lost what he had. His worst fear was realized. The master took his one talent and gave it to the man with ten. And fifth, he lost his reward. Had he multiplied his one talent into two, had he been as good a steward of what he had as the others, even though the end result was only two talents, he would have received the same reward as the others and would have been given more. But he lost his reward because he compared himself to those who had more, decided there was nothing much he could do with what he had anyway, became fearful and lazy, and lost all he had. So comparing yourself to others can easily cause you to be envious and jealous. I think of the time when Peter fell into this trap after Jesus had risen and was about to ascend back to heaven. Jesus told Peter that he had plans to use him mightily, but also informed him that he would be required to suffer for the Lord. His prophecy to Peter was, When you are old, you will stretch out your hands, and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. Well, then Peter made the mistake of comparing himself to John. Peter asked Jesus, what about John? (laughs) And Jesus answered, if I want him to remain alive until I return, what is that to you? You must follow me. I think we can all empathize with Peter because we've been there. When something bad happens to us, we tend to think, well, what about John? Why should I have to endure all this? John's no better than me. Don't I deserve a break today, Lord? At least make everyone else suffer just like me. We just must once again acknowledge that God is sovereign and he does as he pleases. It is his prerogative to lead each of us in whatever paths he chooses. When we start looking at others and thinking they've got it easy and we've got it hard, that's when we're in for trouble. That is envy, and that is lack of trust, and that is sin. So many people today think that God is their servant, there to do their bidding. And when he doesn't come through with equal pay or equal treatment, when they see that someone else has it better or easier, they get upset. Somehow we have to get back to a basic understanding. God is king and we are his servants. He is the one who calls the plays in our lives, not us. And if our lot looks more difficult than others, so be it. As with Peter, the purpose is to glorify God. Comparing ourselves to others often leads us to envy, and envy leads us into blaming God. Sometimes people will flippantly say, I'm angry with God. Now, I recognize there are times when those emotions are part of a period in your life when you've had a great disappointment or disaster. But the true servant of God, the person who has a a real understanding of who God is, must soon come to the place where he or she says, he is God and he does as he pleases. 
I am his servant. And also to come to the place where you see life through an eternal perspective. You're looking at eternity and not just what's happening to you now. When I find myself falling into this pattern of thinking and comparing myself to others, wondering why I can't have things as easy as they do, I try to immediately remember what Jesus said to Peter, and I say to myself, what is that to you, Mary? It's none of your business how God chooses to treat other people. Your job is simply to obey the Lord so that he will be glorified in your life. Well, have you been comparing yourself to others? If so, ask God to forgive you and set you free because it's a sin that enslaves you and causes you to be miserable. So let's agree that by God's grace, we'll learn to be thankful for who we are and how God has blessed us, multiplying the resources he has given us so that we bring glory to his name. That is what truly matters. Thanks, Mary. Remember, if you would like to listen to or read this devotional again, or maybe even share it with a friend, you can find it on our website at christianworkingwoman.org. Do you feel like you need more time for community and fellowship? Well, we have a couple of opportunities for you. It's not too late to sign up for our weekend getaway in April. Consider inviting a friend to join you this year. It's a great time to connect with God and with others. You can learn more or sign up through our website at christianworkingwoman.org. We also have a Zoom Bible study that meets every Tuesday evening. The current topic is the power of forgiveness. Are you in the process of forgiving somebody else? Or maybe you need to forgive yourself? That's what we're currently studying, and we would love for you to join us. You can find out more information and register for this free study today just visit our website at christianworkingwoman.org. I'm Julie Bastide for Mary Lohman, and we hope you can join us again next week for The Christian Working Woman.